Why can't we live forever? Would you really want to? Can You Tell Me Why is a podcast series by the University of Wollongong that finds surprising answers to difficult questions. We tap into the bright minds of UOW experts and take a hard look at the big issues around drugs, crime, robots, immortality and much more. All eight episodes of Series 1 are available now. Can You Tell Me Why? A podcast by the University of Wollongong. You are listening to the Hello Sport Podcast. Welcome to the Hello Sport Podcast, punters, dribblers. Origin is upon us. Origin aid, punters. If you haven't heard us before, Hello Sport Podcast, high on unqualified opinion and unwavering bias. Correct. Sports podcast, obviously. We're here to take you through the, the week that was of sport, Eddie. And the week that will be, Tom. And the week that will be. And that will be a Blues victory. We're in our bloody... We're in the Hello Sports studios we're in tonight are absolutely exquisite. Probably some of the best we've been in, Top Eddie. the heap. Top, Top of the heap. heap. We've certainly... Top of the heap. We've climbed the heap. We're sitting atop it right now. And oh, yeah. It feels Comfortable. Good. I mean... I've got my. I've got a plenty of room. Plenty I'm of room. Sitting back on what I, what I assume to be leather chairs, Tom. <laughs> Can only what assume I assume to be leather. <laughs> um, I've got a mic on a big arm, and it's 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 luxurious. It's 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 almost like it's it's taken all the effort out of it for me. I just need to sit back. The mic literally just is right in front of my face. Don't have to hold onto it like mm. usual. Uh, it's wonderful. So. Outside of obviously our clear ascension to the top of the heap, mm. um, which is now unquestioned, now unquestionable. Uh, as I look at a plasma screen, um, <laughs> which is no, it's no smaller than seventy inches. Punish dribblers, <laughs> no smaller than seventy inches. So I mean, that I mean, sort of gives it perspective. I if, think. Yeah, if you just to sort of give you a scope. And now look before we before we get into what we're going to be talking about this week. Any punter and dribbler fan who's in Sydney, uh, you're listening to this on a Tuesday, maybe Tuesday Arvo, Wednesday morning, uh, get down to the Botany View Hotel, Wednesday 6th of June, this Wednesday, Origin 1. Get it's, on down. It's in Newtown. Eddie and I are doing a live podcast yep. to kick off the game. Wet warm the up, palate. Wet the whistle, wet the palate, warm up the crowd for what is... Yeah. What is, I mean, with all the news that's coming out now, almost an unquestionably certain New South Wales victory. Uh, but yeah, so if you're around in Sydney, Origin 1, you got nothing to do, get down to the Botany View Hotel. And even if you do have something to do, well, you can cancel your plans, cancel your plans, yeah. come down, have a drink, and enjoy some uh, unmissable red hot Origin football. Unmissable. Unmissable. Now, time of your life. Time of your life stuff. Eddie, uh, Obviously, we're going to be talking State of Origin on the podcast today. Obviously. Shitloads mm. going on this last week. Oh, plenty of stories, Tom. Um, then, look, I mean, if I just go and look through my little rundown here, we got Ben Simmons uh, dangerously close to getting himself involved with a very flashy wag. And we've we've been over flashy wags before, but obviously, for the punter and the dribbler who's new to the podcast, we will explain the potential pitfalls that come... With a flashy wag. With a flashy wag. Mm. Um, I also wanted to touch on uh, New Zealand Rugby Union... Holding back, uh, holding Australian rugby to ransom, essentially, uh, with uh, young Samu, the back rower. Okay. Falau hates gays, but boy, he can play footy, Eddie. We'll get into it. Um, Jeff the Horn at Horn. The household name. The household name. National treasure, I think. Is national what treasure. National That's what he's treasure. been referred to as, yes. He's the national treasure. Jeff Horn. He's fighting this weekend. Very exciting. We've also got Smudge and D Warns padding up again. Uh, road to road to redemption. redemption. Yeah, a, a beautiful story. Beautiful, starring story. Smudge and D Warner. D Warner. It's an Australian classic. It redemption is. Story. It's going to be a cult. It's going to be a cult classic when it's done and dusted. Yeah, they'll write about this this redemption story for for millennia. Well, you think about the. We'll, we'll get into it. We'll get into it. And. 
And I just, I think we'll just rip in. I think we'll just rip in. I think we we'll just let's just rip in. So Origin. If you're listening to us on a Tuesday, it's one sleep away. Who knows when you're listening to us? But Origin One, it's it's upon us, mm. and it's like Christmas to it, pl- boys and girls across this great country, men and women included. Yes, uh, particularly so for for us because it, it it's brought optimism and and the promise of a new day. It's hard not to be optimistic. You know? It's hard as a New South Wales fan. It's already before Game One's the most optimistic you're ever going to be in a series because you haven't had your heart broken, but with all the shit that's going on with Queensland at the moment in terms of them either quitting on their state or dropping like flies, it would seem like we're a shoe in to win. It would look like that, but oh, y- these are where you've got to tread carefully. Yeah, we've had our heartbroken before. We've had our heartbroken before, and let me tell you, it doesn't get any easier. The losses make it harder, in fact. Yeah, they do. So I'm just going to... Well, last- look, I'm obviously going to be extremely confident and open the sh- open the show with a with a victory. But I'm just I'm just trying to temper feeling, yeah. and make sure that the punter and the dribbler out there, New South Wales, born and bred, just ex- you know, just leave a little bit of it at the end for, yeah. well, for it, having your hopes dashed. I mean, I mean, last year we did actually excommunicate. Think the about state last of year, New South Wales. Think about last year. We we joined Tasmania last year. Yeah, yeah, I think we did. I think we cut the fucker off. Yeah. Now, obviously, with Daly being sacked and Aaron Woods not being picked, we are now. It was it was brought back. We've been brought back by. Many boats. They've made some good selections. We're we're daring to dream. And we've got a team of young throbbers. I think that's how I'd put it, Tom. Like lightning fast throbbers. I think that's probably how I'd describe our boys. Yeah. Lightning fast throbbers. Well, when Eddie... With with like fuller testosterone and Mm. and optimism and and winning spirit. Eddie, do you know the age when a man is sexually in his prime? I'm going to say... I'm going to say 23. It's it's between the ages of of 20 and probably 23, 25, maybe 26. Mm. I'm just telling you, every single member of the backline, bar Jimmy Maloney, who's done his rooting. Yeah, uh, he's done his rooting. He's done his rooting. Oh, he's still rooting. Still, still rooting, but done his rooting. Done, yeah. done the bulk of his rooting. Yeah. Uh, every other young throbber in the backline, prime fucking age. Just, oh, yeah. They're at their sexual peak. That's right. So I can only assume... And by all accounts, elite. Elite. Elite comes to mind. Elite. The, the term elite comes to mind. Mm. Elite throbbers. We've been there. Now, Freddie, classy... Classy figure. Oh, you mean the the our most cap blue, the most cap blue. Um, but Eddie, what I what I like about Frederick is he's a bit of a he's a sensitive new age coach. He's a snack. If yeah. I can if I can throw an acronym out at you like that, oh, no, we like acronyms on this show. I'm celebrate them. He's he's into his yoga. Uh, you know, he fucking doesn't wear shoes. Mm. He's got you know those those alternate sort of training methods. Yeah, he's he's all over the place, Freddie, but all in a good way, in a great way. You know what I mean? Yeah, he's a new age man. He's a heterosexual. He knows his body, <laughs> punters, dribblers. He knows what he's about, <laughs> and he brings an air of confidence and. And resilience, yeah, I suppose. You yeah. know what I mean? He doesn't fuck around. No. Of course, he takes his shoes off to get the grass and he grounds and the himself. earth and the earth between, beneath his feet. He's one with the planet. That's oh. it, mate. You don't play. And I think he's going to have the team playing as one. That's it. Unity. Yes. Now, one thing that he's done really nice—a real touch of class from Freddie. He has the ball boys for the match. Uh, are the sons of former greats. Oh, God. So his kid's going to be a ball boy. Don't know the kids' names. That's not important. Just to know that they, they share. They, just, their just, blue is in the blue-blooded, you know what I mean? Yeah, yeah. Lineage. Yeah. So you've got Bedsy's kids. Oh. I think Brandy's kids. Oh. Kids are legends. Now, is it wrong of me to think that maybe this was where Mitchell Pierce should have been involved in the camp? Certainly, 
shouldn't be playing rugby for the state, rugby no. league for the state. But he is a son of a legend. He is a son of a legend. And look, and who better? Who knows the who knows Origin better than Mitch? Than Mitch. From a from that perspective, I mean, probably not up to playing. I don't think we want him on the field for, in, a, in a playing capacity, Eddie. Well, he, he can run the tee, Tom. Yes, he can run a tee. Oh, he can run the tee. I'll let him on the field to run the tee. But that's as much as I think that Mitch gets. But he knows the turf. That's it. He's he been knows there. the stage. Well, he's been there, he's, and I he's, think he's the most capped halfback in the, in the New South Wales history. So I mean, yeah, he knows that. He knows. Well, that's it. what I mean. So who better? Who better to lead the the ball boys the and ball, ball girls boys. out into the out into the arena? Who better to lead them? Chief ball boy. I'd be I'd be handed in that gong. I wouldn't rule out Freddie even maybe taking that tact once he hears this podcast. Mitch might, you know, late call up, fly him down to Melbourne. Get him around the boys he can, and he, girls. He can handle a ball. Well, no, it's, I'm pretty sure it's exclusively ball boys. Is that right? Well, the sons of legends. Sure. Wayne Pierce, New South Wales, sure. great. Sure. Captain and coach, I think, at some point. Well, get him, around the, the same get him around the boys. It's, it's, just an, it's a nice touch, Eddie. But it doesn't end there. You know how, like, when camp's on, you see, like, Gordy Tallis rolling into Queensland camp, Joey's down there fucking, you know, throwing 70-metre cutout balls, oh, showing well, Nathan pa- Cleary pass, what passing, to do. Passing on knowledge. Yeah, exactly. Passing, passing on, on knowledge, knowledge Tom. Uh, an interesting uh, New South Wales great that I saw down there, because I was obviously down there for the show, mm. Hugh Bowman. Bowman down there. Now, I'm wondering, is Freddie sort the of... The great going- jockey. Well, the, the, the catch cry of New South Wales Winks. this year is whatever it takes. Now, I'm wondering, is Freddie literally going, anyone that's from New South Wales has done something great, let's just get him down here. I'm pretty sure I saw Winks galloping around Coogee Oval, <laughs> just sort of, you know, like... Just just rolling the hooves well, over. Yeah. Just rolling the hooves over. Track work. Yeah, track work. Hey, gentlemen, <laughs> boys. You know they talk... Do you want to see an, an elite New South Welshman in action? Welsh woman. <laughs> you know what I mean? Yeah, Welsh woman, of course. My apologies, Winks. God, that's sacrilegious. You know how they, they talk about the effect, the positive effect Sunnyville had on the Roosters when they just were able to see how he trained <laughs> yeah. and the whole squad got better because of it? <laughs> I'm wondering whether Wink's getting around a good Oval. You know, you get to see how she prepares. Oh, see yeah. How see how, about she goes, how, how she goes about her work. See how she warms down. <laughs> Freddie's just, he's, at, he's thinking outside the box. Again, mate. new age. He's all over the place, but in a good way. In a good way. <laughs> Oh, yes. He's a sensitive new age coach, and I think that's what we need. Enough of the bloody macho Oh, bullshit. look, the, 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 the days of Radonikus have long gone, it's Tom. 2018. We rolled Radonikus out every year during the dark years trying to rally the boys. It didn't work. It didn't work. On another note, congratulations, Tommy, on, on beating cancer for the third time. <laughs> oh, Jesus, did he really? So, yeah. Congratulations. <laughs> congratulations, Tommy. He's a goer, that he's bloke. Absolutely. Amazing. He's your quintessential cockroach, mate. You can't, you can't kill him. You can't kill him. You can't kill Tommy. That's a side note. But I think that as, as we move into 2018 and we're trying to compete for the biggest prize in football, Tom, yes. maybe we need to start looking at other avenues. And, and, and Metro, New Age, Heterosexual. That's it. I mean, these are all... These are metrosexual. All, <laughs> metrosexuals. <laughs> Sorry, not heterosexual. <laughs> metrosexual. But these are, these are, these are New Age words. It's 2018, mate. You know what I mean? It's 2018. Yeah. I think it's... Catchphrases, Tom. Buzzwords, catchphrases. Buzzwords. Whatever it takes. If it takes... If a bit of metrosexuality in the camp... <laughs> yeah. Yeah. what gets us across the line. Let's do it. I'm into it. I'm all I'd like to it. see the boys run out without shoes on. <laughs> Maybe throw the gear on on field. Our shoes. Just to get there. Just well, a shoe's even a prerequisite <laughs> to play rugby league. I don't know if you need them. <laughs> what do you need them for? You don't have to push in a scrum anymore. Backyard footy, barefoot rugby league, Eddie. Mate. 
couple of our big, uh, our, our quick throbbers out wide with no shoes on. <laughs> Might actually help the cause. Gee, I don't know. Something to look into. <laughs> I look, look oh, I'm saying right. I wouldn't be. I would not be surprised to see the boys get out. Do there. you have to play in boots? <laughs> is that a rule? If it is, it should be scrapped. <laughs> in favour of, of going back to what what we know. In favour of grounded football. Every chance are happening. Um, very excited for it. Very excited by it. Mm. Um, now, if we move on to Queensland, wheels are falling off. Falling off. Falling off. Well, wheels are falling off. Now, Billy Slade has just pulled out. Now, again, this was a... Look, he's a Queenslander, but he's a friend of the show, and we asked him specifically, we said, Billy, can you, if you're going to pull out, we're hearing your hammies are busted, can you just do it before we record the podcast? Otherwise, we're going to be talking about shit and it's a day old. You know what I mean? Like, don't do that to us. Don't do it to the punter and the dribble. They want to hear what we think. We're and recording I, this on a Monday. And I think when you top the heap, Tom, you get that sort of respect get thrown back to you. That's I it. mean, in, in, in years gone by, we wouldn't, we wouldn't have had this opportunity. No, we wouldn't have had the clout. Billy would have done it tomorrow. Yes. But now, you know... As a, I mean, look, our, our sort of reputation speaks for itself, and Billy's, uh, <laughs> Billy's done the right thing. Yeah, but, yes. But in terms of Queenslanders, I mean, they're they're abandoning ship at an alarming rate. Alarming rate, and I, I, is it almost a case of well, the the ship's sinking, and I'm getting off this fucker. I've got a, an unblemished like because, record. Because when, when I say that, I mean the champions are getting off their championship. Yes. So we've got this. We built this Titanic air ship. Yes. Uh, I assure you, Captain, she will sing. Yeah. She's made of answer. <laughs> I assure you, she can and she will. <laughs> she will flounder. <laughs> <laughs> oh God! So you see, Cameron Smith pulls out when the writing's on the wall a yeah. couple of weeks early. I mean, he's he gone. gets out right at the death. Let's be honest; he was on the last lifeboat. Yeah. Billy's um, he's jumped in. Billy's Billy's in. Billy's jumped off just before the thing's gone down. Cam's seen the writing on the wall, and Cam's jumped in with a bunch of women and kids. Oh shit! Yeah, he did like what Doctor Ismay did. <laughs> <laughs> Cameron Smith, the Ismay of this situation. <laughs> Without doubt. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Try, <laughs> tries to jump on when no one's when looking. no one's looking. We're all watching this happen, Cam. We've seen you jump on, Dr. Ismay. What the fuck Dr. Ismay, I dare you. I dare you, mate. This is ridiculous. And so, then and then people like, you know, people like Jonathan Thurston. Thurston couldn't, he couldn't, he couldn't get on this year because he was busted up. No, no, I think. He I think, missed the shit. Yeah, Thurston missed the boat. He was in hospital. Him. Cronk missed the boat as well. Yeah. Um, whereas GI seems like he's the captain just going down with his motherfucker. He's just riding it yeah. in the iceberg. Well, he's like, I can't bail now. No, what? You know I've already, what I mean? I've already fucking named me I've captain. Already, I've already turned my back on my state once. Yeah, exactly. So I can't do it twice. I can't turn my back on my state two times. <laughs> no. I'd get shot. He'd have to go and live in Tasmania. That's right. I don't think you'd do too well in Tas. You're not a Tassie sort of bloke. Who mm. is? Let's be honest. Look, so what's, what, do you th- what do we think is going to happen? Munster to fullback and Ponga to the bench? Well, I heard... The, or Morgan, rather. Morgan yeah, to the The reports fullback. just before we uh, hit the record button, punters, dribblers, was that Ponga was going to be on the bench, Morgan to fullback. I mean, Darius Boyd, if that ain't a slap to the old... Well, he, no, Darius is out. They, yeah. they took they took up Ponga and, and Milford. Milford. That's what I mean. Like, So if you're Darius Boyd, you're like, oh. But Darius, in his, in his penned, penned article today in Fox Sports, said... Hell of a read. Hell of a read. Um, he said he wasn't up to No. And if he was Kevy, he would have picked himself. No, absolutely not. And I mean, that's a class of the man. That's <laughs> a class. That's a class act. I don't, do I believe him? No. No, of course not. No, of course not. He's lying. But classy to write it. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Classy to write it. Yeah, very classy of him to write that. Um, uh, th- you know, a couple of weeks later, once the blood's body settled down, <laughs> yeah, you, stop, exactly. you stop putting holes in walls. <laughs> 
But uh, no, no, no. Fair dinkum. No, so, whatever. Um, look, very excited for the game. Eddie, if I could get a prediction from you, please. Score yes, she might. And result. Yes, she may. I think uh, given game one, game one traditionally, Tom, been a, been a bit of an arm wrestle. Mm. Uh Usually usually a lot of heat in the game early on, then it starts to open up a little bit later. But, you know, systems aren't yet in place. Yes. Uh harder to score points historically the first couple of games. So I'm gonna go I'm gonna go New South Wales by nine. No, sorry, seven points. Seven points. Seven Four points. Alright, I'm going New South Wales thirteen plus because I mean look at our back line. And because I um, have unwavering bias. I think that's Origin, though, Eddie. I don't know. Is there anything else that we've missed around the Origin tree? No. No, I don't think so. Love it. Go the Blues. It's going to be a great night. Get down to the Botany View. Come have a couple of scoos. Yes. Botany View Bit of a dribble. Come down for a dribble, punters, dribblers. You know what I mean? That's it. That's all we're asking. Okay. Go the Blues. Go the Blues. Eddie, we've spoken at length on this podcast in you know, podcasts gone by, years gone by. The WAG is obviously a... Uh, uh, Tradition as old as time. As old as time, Tom. Dates back millennia. Ben Simmons. Ben has had a phenomenal year playing NBA, uh, NBA with the Philadelphia whatever's, 76ers. Pending rookie of the year. Pending rookie of the year. Travis if he doesn't get it. Travis if he doesn't get it. Absolute political bullshit if he doesn't get it. But, Eddie, a little concerning uh, to hear this week that Ben looks to be dating a Kardashian-Jenner. Kendall Jenner. See, this is this is what threw through me, punters, dribblers. And look, I don't want to get too much into the into the minutiae of of his relationships. No, but I th- I was under the impression he was seeing a, a, a little pop star. Yes, by the name of M- Tanashi. Maybe, maybe if not more than a couple of weeks ago. Yes, because I saw some Instagram back and forth between the two. Yeah, a bit of flirting. And she was, you know, on the bed wearing not much, saying "Where's Boo?" And then he comments Charlotte, like, a, you know, that's all that's he wrote. He was. I'm like, okay. This looks like some some lovey-dovey stuff going on between... This looks like Benny's at work, you know what I mean? Then I start seeing more photos, you know, they're hanging out together, they're apparently an item, blah, blah, blah. We were under the impression Ben was in love. But in in no more than what could have, couldn't have been more than two weeks, Tom... Post-season. This seems to have, you know, fallen into disarray. <laughs> and our Benjamin... Our Benjamin's tied up with the Kardashians, with a, with a Jenner, no less. Now... Now, if you're aware of the the what they call the Kardashian curse, curse, it's when all you know because they date a lot of NBA stars. They date and, a lot of people, uh, but particularly NBA stars, yeah. and it's it's never ended well for the player. Well, I saw an article that literally broke down not just NBA players, but there's NBA, NFL, uh, music, uh, others mogul thing like rap moguls and shit. Like they've all fallen off the proverbial. Shit heap, or onto the shit heap, should I say? Mm. One's dating a Jenna now. Okay, so so the curse, the goes curse is further. alive and well. Yeah, can I blame Ben Simmons for going Kendall Jenner? Like, no, not not like objectively. No, she's she's pretty hot, but also we she's don't a know supermodel. Yeah, exactly. But no one. It, I think what gives me solace, Tom, is knowing that he's that he's got a, he's got that Aussie blood. Yes. So I don't think he's dating her. He's fallen around his Benjamin. So I'm not going to throw wag at him yet. Because not a girlfriend. Not wag status yet. He might just be sowing his wild oats. That's right. He's a sower. He's in the off-season. He's a, yeah. he's a, he's a farmer of sorts. Of sorts. He's throwing ropes and he's seed. A, he's a, a rope and seed. I mean, he's... 
He's just seeing... He's, the, and he's exploring his young body, Tom. It, you know what I mean? He's getting to know himself and what he's about and what he can offer yeah, the world. I mean, he's been six foot eight for, you know, a, a hot minute. He's only just got Are you that. telling me, like, there wouldn't be many girls going after those big six, te- six tennies, six Tom? Six ten. That's a big bloke. That's I mean, huge. You're more of a, you think of him more as a freak, almost. <laughs> But when you got that, when you got millions and millions, then you turn into a star. When you can bowl. Yeah. When you're a bowler, short caller, heaps of money. 6'10's no longer freakish. <laughs> no, it's hot. <laughs> you know what I mean? And that's where Benny's at. Yeah. So am I surprised he's getting that he's getting that model stuff, that no. Jenna stuff? I'm proud of him. I'm proud of him. But I will say this. We are just we just don't, we don't want him to become a cautionary. Word of warning. Yes. Word of warning to you, Ben. On this show. Uh, for the loyal punter and the jubler, we've talked at length about the com- the, the, the inherent dangers of having the, a flashy wag. That's right. So now, generally speaking, there's a lot more temptation out there when you got a flashy wag. Harder to concentrate and commit wholeheartedly to your craft. That's it, Tom. Well, that you could because look, your flashy wag is maybe a little bit more enamoured with the uh, you know or the, I don't know what the word is. Eddie. I'm losing my words. That's all right. But the less important shit in life, that's the frivolous. Frivolous. The frivolous shit in life is what I'm looking for. And, uh, I mean, it can get you into trouble. Yes. Let's just get you distracted. At a, at a, perhaps if we look at a, you know, an example close to home. Poor David. Young David. Could argue flashy wag. Well, see, at one point with David Warner, we were of the belief that Candy was less a flashy wag uh, because of her Iron Woman past. Shows but, that she's a hard worker. But flashy past perhaps maybe caught up Look, she's the situation. Yes, yes. Another example. Let's maybe go of the the non flashy persuasion, mm. just to just to maybe paint a little more of a positive picture. Yes, counterbalance. Counterbalance. Some of our greatest performers. Smudge, whilst a cheat, his wag was anything but flashy, and the man was Bradmanesque. Ricky, Ricky Ponting. Ponting, Cameron Smith. Even though he's a fucking deserter, <laughs> even though he's Mister Isme. Uh, <laughs> His wag, his, his wag yeah. is not flashy and his results speak for themselves. That's right. Now, some people have come out to us and they've gone, well, what about someone like uh, Tom Brady, Giselle mm. Bunchen? Mm. Obviously, with any absolute truth, there are exceptions to the rule. Always. Always. Anom- anomalies. Anomalies. Just like the 2014 like, Origins just like, just like life. Exactly. Just like life. There are ben, anomalies. You, you could say Ben Simmons is an anomaly because humans shouldn't be that big. <laughs> but, he, you know, so with every rule, there are going to be some anomalies. But by and large, if mm. your wag's flashy, there is a chance, a greater chance, your form's going to dip, you're going to get distracted, mm. and then you're going to end up back in the NBL wondering what the fuck happened. Yeah. Or like Michael Clark trying to trying to come back and captain the country. So the point is, Ben, Benny. when you listen to us tomorrow, yeah, uh, or whenever it is American time. First off, say good day to uh, Kendall, send her our love, uh, and be soon, mate. Obviously. Absolutely, be soon. Like I mean, we, we we will tell you this in person, but I mean, but, fuck. but just but just you know, heed our advice. You got to be careful because but flashy wags aren't always what they're cracked up to be. That's but right. Ben, we do remember that you're young. You're, you're huge. You're a freak of a man, and you're just you're sowing some seed at the moment. Oh, uh, well, let it. Yeah, I mean, we're, we're prepared to let you sow. Yeah, we're actually very keen for you to sow. But don't, but don't, don't put down a house there. Mate. No, don't go. Don't, don't go, put a house down those fields. Don't go breaking ground, putting foundations in. You just keep sowing, buddy. You just, sow all over the nation if you want to globally. Mm. You want no, to be, no dramas there. No, happy for you to sow globally, but not, but not put down a house there. No, no, no. 
Not it's you're too young, Ben. <laughs> you're too young. For God's sake. Just so so. Just so. The great game of rugby union, Eddie. Look, it's had a it's been a in and out of its trying times. There's been some tough times, there's been some some uh some better days of late. Now, there is a young back rower by the name of Someone Samu. Forgive me, forgive me, I forgot your first name. I did have it written down. Forgiven. Samu. Let's call him Samu. He's a back rower playing for the Crusaders, uh, and he's a gun. He's, he's signed with the Brumbies for next year, and as such, that means he is eligible for the Wallabies this year. Now, Michael Checker, obviously, because our forward stocks are not exactly overflowing with talent, no offense. Uh, he wants to get Samu back to play in this June series against Ireland. The fucking Crusaders and New Zealand rugby, those dogs, were like, oh, yeah, yeah, you can have him back. You just got to pay us 50 grand. <laughs> they know very well the financial situation Australian rugby's in right now. And they're bloody trying to... Uh, look, something's been worked out in the interim and Samu's now coming back, but I'm just wondering, because... Australian rugby can't afford that. Of course they can't. Are they, is this What sort of payment plan are we thinking that they're on? Are they on like a, an IOU basis? Are they doing it like, you know, if you have like a fine with the government, you got to pay it off weekly, like installments? Yeah, installment system. Yeah. A la Matt Lodge? A la Matt Lodge. A la the payment plan we came up with for Matt, for which Matt. by all accounts going tremendously well. Matt's going from strength to strength. Got a man in the match the other day. So congratulations to Matt. Um, but... Yeah, so, I mean... Interesting. I'm, or were they loaned the money, Tom? Loan did they, shark. Did they loan it? Maybe they borrowed it off Izzy. Maybe Izzy gave it to him. Good to know, though. Or were we- they, Tom? Or were they? Now, I don't know. Are we ruling out like a like a, a car wash? Did we get Rayland Castle down there? So do you think maybe... Washing just- cars in the Park car park. Like a community you know, initiative. Yeah, yeah. Foam and shit everywhere. <laughs> Bikinis. That sort of thing. You know what I mean? Does Bill Pulver come back for for an old run around? Look, Bill, you got us in this bet, mate. The least you can come down is pick up car wash. Least you can do is come down and put on your budgies and and pick up a bloody sponge, mate. Maybe that's what it was. I mean, is that where Australian rugby is at? Well, I think that car washes that makes more sense. Rather than good money in that, Tom. Well, I mean, it's a tale as old as time. When you need a bit of cash, car wash. Now, are we worked pretty successfully on Bring It On from memory? It was a, it worked tremendously well. Great film. Great film. <laughs> What's Gerson up to? <laughs> Have they got has Ray Lane got Gerson on the blower? How do we do this? Now did, did this happen, Eddie? Is this is this, oh, is this the good oil that you're giving me here? <laughs> oh, good authority. Has, has Ray Lane set up a car wash that we didn't know about? Look. Uh, certainly not one I was invited to, Tom. But I'm just running through options here, and yeah. I don't see a whole lot. Because there's no but way I, Izzy would have given them the money. There's no way Izzy... There's no way they're getting the, the money off Izzy, given their... Tumultuous. T- tumultuous relationship. Yeah. I mean, Lone Shark's probably out of the out of the question, given that they're, you know, they're, they're a high-profile organisation. Yeah, well, they're also very... The banks are very tight on lending at the moment, Tom. Very tight. <laughs> really tightening up on lending. And they'll look... <laughs> and they'd look, they'd look at the Wallabies credit history, and they'd, they'd see a fucking dire situation... You know what I mean? That would lend him a pen. So, in terms of options, Tom, I'm not saying a whole lot more than the bloody car wash. I don't know where it was held. Oh, fuck. But something needed to be done. Outside of that, or selling Freddo frogs, I'm not sure what could have been done. (laughs) 
That might be it. <laughs> Walking along Queen's Park, Queen Street the next couple of weeks, and Raylene will be out there with a little table <laughs> flogging Freddo Frogs. <laughs> <laughs> And caramel cars, of course. Yeah, but uh, if she wants to make her money, she'd have fucking caramellos in there. She knows what's good for the company. She wants to get that 50 up, she better have them out there. Hey, no CEO, no CEO worth their salts just going out with Freddos alone. What do you think they got her in for? Supposed to be the best administrator in the land. She's only taking Freddos down, my goodness. Not all she cracked up to be, right? Oh, Jesus. No wonder the Bulldogs are in this shit. <laughs> Very exciting news, Eddie. Our uh, exiled skip and mm. VC of the mm. national cricket team, Smudge and Warns, padded up. Yeah. The, the road to redemption. That's right. It's starting. Sure is. Um, not exactly the most high profile of returns to a sport, uh, but they have joined the Canadian T20 League. One of the thrilling leagues, Tom, in world sport. One of the great leagues in world sport. You can't really underestimate the power of the Canadian 2020 competition. Love their cricket, mate. They love their cricket over there. Crowd cricketing nation. Yeah, that, you know what? You know, you can tell you got a really intelligent cricketing crowd when you hear them cheering for the right stuff. You know, when there's a wicket or a catch. I think Canada knows that sort of stuff. They get it, mate. They so, understand the, the minutiae of, of cricket. Of cricket. They love their test cricket. They love their T20 stuff. Wicket, good. Great. Catch, good. Good. One hand, one bounce? No. No. Wrong. No, wrong. That's Working right. on that. No, that's it. Maybe that's, pro- that's probably the one thing where they haven't exactly caught on yet. But that's all right. That's fine. That's it, just because they're, they're, well, they're that, backyard stuff. That's backyard stuff. They've got a little bit of time. Well, funnily enough, I think that this tournament is being played in backyards in Canada. If either of them ever get out, I think that's a shame on the sport. Do you know what I mean? I think so. But also, you know, maybe that's part of their redemption is to, you know, nick off to a couple just to sort of go... Now I am at rock bottom. Yeah. Thought I was at rock bottom. But now I'm nicking off in the Canadian League in, in Mrs. Nancy's backyard. backyard. Punters, dribblers. I feel like it'd be remiss of me and of Tom. Yep. Not to mention the national treasure, Jeff Horn, obviously. Oh, yeah, the national treasure. The treasure of the nation. The treasure of the nation. He's, he's stepping into the ring this weekend. Taking on a, a, a more favoured opponent in, in Terence Crawford. Wildly more favoured. Uh, you know, more favoured. Yes. Because he's got Aussie ticker, Tom. Well, that's the thing you can't discredit. he's full of heart. Yes. You know what I mean? And he's the national treasure. He's fighting for his nation. So Look, Jeff going over to take take on Terence Crawford. Crawford, 32 fights, zero losses, 23 mm. KOs. Jeff, yeah. the Mayweather, Horn- Mayweather-esque. Mayweather-esque-ish. But never fought at welterweight. He's coming up to fight the Hornet. Now the Hornet and he's is a big boy, the Hornet. The Hornet's 17 and 0, I think, with a few knocks of his own, like 12 knockouts. Problem is, I think that Jeff's relying far more on Aussie ticker than, say, Terence is just relying on like skill. Unabr- unbridled skill. Mm. Now, we saw what the Hornet could do to an aging Manny Pacquiao. That's right. But Terence is in the prime of his life, prime of his life stuff. That being said, Eddie. <laughs> I'm not one to discredit Aussie Ticker. And <laughs> you'd be I, mad to you'd Tom. be mad to discredit Aussie Ticker. Good old fashioned Aussie because Ticker. Because yes, well. Pacquiao was in his was in his, you know, latter years. Yeah. Twilight stuff. The declining But are you prepared to say that Manny Pacquiao isn't one of the greatest boxers of all time? Exactly. I mean he beat a great. 
He bit, and, Don't and, forget that. And and I saw the Mac, the many I saw was he still had a, a spring in his step. He still had it. He was he didn't walk to the ring with a bloody cane in hand. No. And and I tell you what got him through that fight, got him through the ninth when he was in desperate trouble. Our our boy Jeff, Aussie ticker. That's it. Drawing from from that pool like all the greats have, like your Leightons have. Like your like your Maccabees have, yeah, 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 bloody your Bradburys, yeah, your Steve Monaghetti, your Monaghetti's late, you know what I mean? Late in the marathon, got a draw on something. <laughs> that's what we're talking about, drawing on on that pool of Aussie ticker. That's it. That's all we're saying. Think of your your Fabrice Lapierre's yeah. when he's when he's when he's recorded four <laughs> straight DQs and he's got to pull some from the reservoir and jump. Jump long and jump, jump big. Jump, and jump true. Your <laughs> Rawlinson, Pittman, Rawlinsons are the nation. Coming back from injury after injury. Your Sally Pearson defying the odds. That's it. Breaking her wrist, but loving that bloody jumping nonetheless. Coming back. Steve Hooker, not so much. Yips. But but no, didn't didn't have a whole lot of access to, to ticker. No, that's it. His his resources of ticker were very low to start with. Ticker ain't something you can draw on unless you got it. You're born with ticker. Mm. You know what I mean? You're born with Aussie ticker. Some Aussies have more of it. Some Aussies have, have less. Uh, and punters and dribblers, if you want if you want a classic example of it, if you want a classic example of it, go back and watch the four by one hundred meter swimming Sydney Olympics, Sydney two thousand. Some say when- the greatest collection of Aussie ticker. In Ever history. shown. Uh, Thorpey turns. Probably, oh, he's probably five back. He's probably five. He's, he's two body lengths back. At least. Comes over the top of the world champion at the time, Gary Hall Jr. Oh, yeah. Thorpe and Hall, Hall and Thorpe. Thorpe and Thorpe, Thorpe and Hall. One of the great moments. Uh, and tell me, that's not Aussie ticker. So what we're saying is you can't write it off. You can't write off Aussie ticker. And, and Horn clearly... Clearly has some in the pocket. Well, Horn, if we're going inside if we're going skill to ticker ratio, I'd say his ticker. He's ninety five percent. That's all I've got for you this week, Eddie. Um, it's been a pleasure coming coming in to talk once more, Tom, as yep. it is every week. Yep, had a great time. Um, Always enjoy myself. Can't wait for Wednesday. Punters, dribblers. As I said, come down to the Botany View Hotel. We will be doing a live podcast, just a little warm-up half an hour before kickoff, and then New South Wales will be thrashing the Maroons. So come down for a couple, and uh, come and revel in what will be a fantastic night of blue victory. And Angus Crichton, if you're hearing this, please reach out, because we are trying to do a podcast with you. And you promised you'd do it, and you have now backed out. Yeah, which is... Seemingly. Well, I mean, look, I don't want to accuse anyone of anything, but... Seemingly. We just, you know, we thought you were coming on. Looks like a duck, smells like a duck. Acts like a duck. But good luck in Origin, though. BT Dub's very excited for you. Uh, but please come on the podcast. <laughs> We're big fans. Could you two just not talk anymore? <laughs>